It's time to be the queen of your stress. With the queen of stress, Dr. M. Hey there, BQS listeners, and welcome to our 61st episode. I'm Dr. M, and this podcast is designed to help inspire change in how you see, manage, and use your stress. So you can be the queen of your stress, not your stress being the queen over you. In today's episode, I'm excited to be sharing some Christmas thriving tips and December thriving tips early this year. Uh, today's episode is absolutely inspired by a beautiful client of mine, Jenny, who had come in the other day saying she had just listened to the Christmas podcast that I had dropped on Christmas Day last year in 2017 and how she'd found some of the things that I was talking about very helpful. So thank you, Jenny, because you've absolutely inspired today's episode for me to actually go early with it to be able to make sure that you guys are ahead of some of the stress tips and stress management tools coming into December. Now, some of you might be thinking, what the hell are you talking about, Dr. M? Christmas is the happiest time of year and I love it and it goes smoothly and I've already finished my Christmas shopping and you know, you're, you're ahead of the game. My first thought is congratulations if that is you. Absolutely. That is amazing. The stress that I actually see in the majority of my clients' eyes in my hands-on work at Inner Edge Wellness here in Shell Harbour is that I already see that glimmer. As we start clicking closer to December and people start counting down how many days it is to Christmas, which when this podcast drops on the 3rd of December, so we've got 22 sleeps to go or probably 21 sleeps to go, is that I can see people's stress levels almost like in the cartoon. I can visualize it where you see there, you know, in the old cartoons where you'd see the red thermometer going up, 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 where it looks like people are going to burst. So if you're already under control for December, that is awesome. For those of you who might feel a little bit under the pump already as we've clicked over into December and you've got your Christmas tree up over the weekend or worse still, you're comparing yourself to everybody on Facebook that has got their Christmas trees up and you're like, oh my God, I haven't had a chance to get my Christmas tree up. Whatever it is for you is that as we're coming into December, it doesn't have to be a time of stress. I'm going to say that again. It doesn't have to be a time of stress. This is where it comes into choices that we make along the way to help A, recognize what is putting stress on us and then B, managing it and then also using it. So today I want to spend a bit of time going through my top tips, if you like, of how to make sure you're thriving through December and through the Christmas and silly season uh, to make sure that your body is adapting best to stress, but also that your mind is as well. Because one of the areas that I spoke about, and I believe it's episode 12, if you want to go back and have a listen to it, uh, is that when it comes to our families around Christmas time, the obligation that we feel to go and see certain families family members because it has been tradition, um, can be quite overwhelming sometimes. I know I faced that last year where we changed our Boxing Day tradition for the first time officially. Uh, it had changed the year before kind of unofficially. I had a lot of guilt around it because I'd made other plans without really saying, well, I was making other plans. Uh, and then last year, the Boxing Day t- tradition did change and it was actually really fun. We had a great day uh, and I'm so pleased that we did that because what it did was it, it almost became this liberating moment for everybody that was involved in that particular Boxing Day tradition, except probably for my mum. I'm going to be honest. I think mum was disappointed that it changed, but mum did other things as well. So all in all, I believe that everybody had a great Boxing Day. It just shifted how we were actually spending that day. And as I mentioned in episode 12, which is a long time ago now, but in episode 12, talking about how, you know, when we're, when we're forced to spend time with certain family members, we might only see once a year is how that can fire up very quickly. If we're not mindful of our own energy and our own space 
in those certain situations. So I'll let you listen to episode 12 for those main tips. But what I wanted to talk about today was just being mindful of what activities you're doing over December because A, you desire to do them and because it's good for you, good for your family, um, and it and it feeds into the the true spirit of Christmas, being joy, happiness, a time of giving, a time of family, a time of of really reflection, if you like, versus what are you obliged to go to and you're really having to drag your butt there. Uh, and are there ways that you can shift that up? I'll discuss that in episode 12, but are there ways you can shift that up? And that shift might be simple things like there might be something that you go to that you actually choose not to drink alcohol at. Now, that might sound very controversial, but if you know you're going somewhere that's likely to fire up and you being fired up and fueled up with with grog is going to fuel that up more, my suggestion to you, take it or leave it, is maybe either reduce what you are drinking there or don't drink at all and and be the designated driver. The other thing is is when we've got back-to-back parties coming in through December, it's really easy to get off track with how our body is adapting to stress. We start burning the proverbial candle at both ends, if you like. And what often happens, if you start having late nights, and I know I've experienced this, you may have experienced this too, where you start having late nights but normal mornings because you're still going to work, you're in those late nights, you might be drinking a little bit more alcohol, you might be having a bit more sugar, you're probably stimulated when you get home, so you're struggling to get to sleep, your sleep patterns might be a bit disruptive, and then you get up the next morning and what do you usually do? I know in the past what I've done is that I would continue the sugar journey, uh, is I would probably get up, drink a whole lot of truckload of coffee to get myself to work and then stay stimulated on sugar and the sugar train would definitely have left the station through December and carried on for the next 24 days of Advent. Um, now, some of you are going, oh, I wouldn't do that, Dr. M. I call... Yes, for some of you. For some of you, I believe you. Uh, but just check in with yourself. Is that true for you or is it not true for you? And if it is true for you, again, what small shifts can you make the next day? So for example, if you are going out and it's been a fun, it might have been a big night the night before, is one of the best things that you can do the following day is get back on track quick, smart. Make sure you're starting the day with plenty of water. If you've got something like a fire tonic, an apple cider vinegar, making sure you're actually starting to alkalize your system the next day. If you are feeling dusty, is avoiding actually doing a whole lot of S-H-I-T-T-Y food to actually make yourself feel better is cleaning up your food into nourishing good food as quickly as possible can really help you get back on track and not undo all of potentially the good work that you've been doing for months beforehand. The other thing that I think is very, very helpful is let's talk about pre-parties. Making sure you're going full and hydrated to parties is a red hot tip. What do I mean by that? Again, I'll speak from personal experience. I know what I'm like near party food if I'm hungry. It's like knocking small children out of the way. You've heard me talk about it before. If I'm hungry and there's a platter of food, I have to hold myself back from demolishing said platter. Whereas if I've actually had a proper meal before I've gone to said party, then I can control myself a little bit more. So my red hot tip is A, make sure you've eaten something that you know is healthful for you before you go, but also is, is making sure you're really hydrated before you go, particularly coming into to summer here in Australia, although if you're in New South Wales, the weather has been very strange, so I don't know we could really call it summer yet. But coming into summer, if you're going to an evening event and it's been hot and you haven't drunk much water and then all of a sudden there's a cold glass of champagne, a cold beer, a cold cider – might even be a lukewarm glass of red wine, all of a sudden you're thirsty and you're going to be drinking a lot quicker than you would be if you actually went hydrated 
<clears throat> and in between is making sure you're having some waters between your wines is it's a great way to be able to slow down, particularly those midweek parties that you might be going to, to just slow down uh, how much you're actually drinking through the week. So again, it just makes that following day a little bit easier to manage. The other thing is, is if you have been exercising, make sure you keep exercising. A lot of people go, oh, I'm, I'm too busy now and certain habits fall off track. It might be your exercise falls off track, your eating falls off track. God forbid, it might be that you fall off track with your, with your chiropractic adjustments if you're getting adjusted regularly. And it's this time of year when your body's most under stress because, as I said, you're probably burning the candle under at both ends. You're potentially not eating as well as what you usually do. Sometimes certain habits fall off track. It's, it's the most important time of year, in my humble opinion, is to keep that brain-body connection at its all-time best because it's going to help you adapt better to the stresses that might be coming your way. And the final thing that I did want to touch on today, because I hear it so often and I just, again, see that stress point in people's eyes and it's almost like you can see that barometer that's actually firing through bursting point, is coming into the Christmas period is be mindful of your financial stress. Now, I know different people manage Christmas in different ways. Uh, I see a lot of people putting themselves under so much financial stress, particularly around gifts and presents. And I know for me, whilst I, I love getting a Christmas present, don't get me wrong, is some of the ones I treasure most have actually been the least expensive. Often they're the ones that actually are the handwritten note, the handmade cookies, the, you know, the bottle of wine that's been chosen because they know I particularly love that bottle of wine. Uh, it doesn't have to be outlandish and expensive. Now, some of you are going, that's all well and good for adults, Dr. M, we understand that. I think for kids as well, it's a really important time to, or it's a potentially important time to start having them understand um, that at the end of the day is is that it doesn't have to be excessive is what I'm trying to say. And I read this this morning on Facebook and it really inspired me and I really love this, uh, which is for, for kids is something to guide in terms of what presents they're getting, is something they want something to wear, something they need, and something to read. And I just thought that that was beautiful. And part of the reason why I think that is beautiful is that each year in the practice, those of you who follow us on Facebook or Instagram, um, you'll be able to see that on the Queen of Stress or on Inner Edge Wellness, uh, is that uh, each year we collect presents for Bernardo's and those gifts go to some of the local kids in the Illawarra that truly otherwise would not be getting a gift. And it always amazes me how kids light up when they understand what it's about and then then the number of children that their parents actually help them pick something out to put underneath the the tree to go to the kids that wouldn't be getting something else. To me, that's what Christmas is about. It's helping to understand that it is a time of of joy, of giving, of inclusiveness, of um, hanging out with the people that you love and also giving love to others that uh, may otherwise not get any. So, a thought for this Christmas is when you're actually starting to look at these coming weeks or you might be listening to this back after Christmas, when you're actually approaching Christmas is have a think about, do you want it to be a stressful time or a joyful time? That might sound really obvious, but some people I think head into Christmas expecting it to be a stressful time. And let's face it, folks, if you expect it to be a stressful time, BQS listeners, it's going to be a stressful time. If you look at Christmas as being an opportunity to have a joyful experience with people that you love, that you like even from work because it's time to celebrate big years, if it's time to be able to give a little bit back to the community, if it's time to give a little back back to your family, is to actually be approaching that 
that with joy and a smile on your face and joy in your heart, then I know which one I would choose every day of the week. And hopefully some of those tips are helpful. And as I said, it might be worthwhile jumping back to episode 12 to have a listen of that as well. Now, if you want to stay connected to a like-minded group, make sure you drop join, not drop, join our BQS movement group on Facebook. It's a closed group. If you request to join, just pop in how you heard about it. If it's listened to podcasts, say you listen to the podcast and I'll join you up. Uh, one of the things that we are doing, uh, and I've, we've had the first dinner of, and it was awesome, and look out for where it's going in the future, is we've had our first BQS Supper Club, which was just brilliant, and uh, the connections that were made on that night were awesome. So keep your eye out because uh, there'll definitely be more about that. So that's BQS Movement. If you pop that into your search bar on Facebook, request to join, I can, I can hook you up to that. BQS listeners, your action step for this week is be mindful moving into December. How can you create more joy in your world rather than more stress? How can you remove yourself from certain situations that you know are going to blow up or have the potential to blow up? And how can you, I I suppose the way that I want to put it, truly live the spirit of Christmas this year, if Christmas is something that you celebrate, of course. Before I go, my top five for this week, song this week, High Rotation, love Jess Glynn, don't know why, but I do love her voice and I like the beat of a lot of her songs. Ain't Got Far To Go is the song that's been on High Rotation this week. The book that I've been reading this week or I've read this week, which was really interesting, is a bit left of centre, but I really enjoyed it, is Light Is A New Black by a lady called Rebecca Campbell. Um, it's really cool. It goes into light work and the energy that we put out into the world uh, and I really, really enjoyed that. Movie, oh, movie this week. The movie of this week was the new Fantastic Beast movie but it was actually my de-stress this week. I went to the movies with mum yesterday, took her to Gold Class uh, and uh, and went and had some really nice roast duck beforehand which is definitely a bit of a tradition that we have. Um, so there are some traditions that actually can be decompressive and de-stress versus stressful. So that was really fun. Quote of this week, don't know who it's by, but I really love it. She silently stepped out of the race that she never wanted to be in, found her own lane and proceeded to win. And I think that's appropriate for this week, given that we're talking about coming into a time of year where often it's obligation and tradition that guides us versus desire and joy. And really sitting into your heart about what's right for you and your immediate family, I think can be a, a very important guiding light as we're coming into times of year that should be about joy but often bring us stress. And thought of this week to finish with, guys, is may this December be filled with joy and happiness and minimal stress for you because to me that's what this time of year is all about. So that's it for this week, BQS listeners. I look forward to catching you next week. Bye for now. Well, that's it for today's podcast, BQS listeners. Thanks again for joining us. Remember, if you would like to subscribe, make sure you hit subscribe on iTunes. And if you want to stay in touch, check out our Facebook page, The Queen of Stress, or on our Insta, The Queen of Stress. For more information and show notes, be sure to go to thequeenofstress.com to continue our journey together. Hope you have a fabulous week and I'll catch you next time. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.